And yeah, and we invite and, and uh, we invited uh, a few people to a very luxurious breakfast at Sofitel Beverly Hills, and it was pleasant until I say, I just love my Jewish lawyer. What? I love my Jewish lawyer. And this guy, near this guy called Stephen, I'll spare him his last name, goes on and says, I don't appreciate Nathan's slur. He's out of the list. And I'm like, hello, I'm not Kanye. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode. Welcome to the other episode of The Loudest Podcast, The Loudest Podcast on the Internet, now sponsored by Nosotros Nuevo Sponsor Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends es uno de los mejores juegos todo el mundo porque las jefas en el juego tienen los chichis gigantes. Yo me, me lo voy. Y yo dice, mi gente, para mi gente, es perfecto. <laughs> Please don't kill me. I, I don't, I'm, I'm still learning Spanish. They only agree to sponsor us in Mexico. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention that. Money's money. I don't care. Great job on that sponsorship. Thank you. Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> my name's Sarajan. I'm here to say, Asterios, Asterios, Asterios. Oh my God. Well, folks, we have sought such a good show for you today. I am jumping out of my seat, as I have been all day, because Asterios, I want, I want to use my birthday episode early. Is that possible? Wait. No, I have an outline. No, I have an outline. For what do you show, mean you have so. an outline? Well, fuck your right. outline. Your outline is his birthday time. It's my birthday. I'm serious. Did you know it's my birthday today? It's, it's one million percent not your birthday. You had a birthday. Didn't you have like one and a half birthday episodes this year already? I think I got more than that, actually. I think it was more birthday because wasn't that. Remember that one time we were supposed to read My Immortal and it turned into like six birthday episodes? Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. No, you cannot have a birthday episode. Today, we will be going over the, the top loudest 10. I'm sorry. Tollard, the loudest Tollards. The podcast. Look, Tollard's crying now, Asterios. Tollard's crying because she knows that Nason Masri was on a podcast. And she knows I've been sitting there with her all day, laying on her stomach and telling her about how I can't wait to listen to the entirety of the Picture Time podcast featuring Nathan Masri this evening at 9 p.m. And look, she's crying. There are tears coming out of her nose. She says she sees your future y te vas a morir. Oh that my means you God. are going to die. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, listen, I I definitely don't want to cross Tollard, but I prepared like a richly textured outline covering the series finale of ABC's Dinosaurs. Did you know all the dinosaurs die in the last episode of Dinosaurs? We gotta talk about this. It's a kid's show, Rancho. It happened, what, 25 years ago? Old news. There's statute of limitations. Oh my god. Oh my god. I've been recently looking up. I have been so interested in like how shitty sitcom writers chose to end their shitty sitcoms recently. Did okay. you know, at the end of King of Queens, do you know what the last two episodes Episodes of the King of Queens involve? Yeah, he gets shot to death in his UPS van. No, that's uh, that's Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I apologize. 
No, so uh, Carrie and Doug both decide that they want to adopt a Chinese baby named Mei Mei. Like they, they, the agency in China was like, yo, we got, they've got to the stage where they're like, well, we have a baby. You got to come over here and pick her up though because we don't deliver. So then Doug finds out that Carrie has like a secret apartment in Manhattan that she's been maintaining even though she promised him that she would like get rid of it because it symbolized like even regardless of the fact that like Doug buys a second apartment in another fucking episode above a Chinese restaurant and Carrie tells him to get rid of it and he does well I guess that's the difference if she didn't get rid of it she lied about it uh, Carrie excuse me yeah does he get the apartment above well first off I had no idea you went this deep on King of Queens I did not know my eyes are getting weary my back is getting tight I'm sitting here traffic I love King of Queens anyway continue. I didn't I didn't know that does he get the apartment above a Chinese food restaurant because Chinese food is like not in this diet and his wife keeps slapping it out of his hands and it's the only way he can get Chinese food. Sort of. Similar. You're close. Close, but no cigar. The guys, him, Doug, Deacon, uh, and his cousins, who he hangs out with for some reason. I don't hang out with my fucking cousins. His cousins were all playing cards in their garage, but then Carrie was bitching about something. I don't remember what was happening, but they had to find a new place to play cards. So they go to Szechuan Palace, which is a Chinese food restaurant, and the guy's like, oh, you guys are here all the time. Well, we got an apartment upstairs. You want to check it out? And they're like, yo, let's all rent this apartment together. So we have somewhere to play cards. And then after a while, they have like a mountain of Chinese food boxes. And they're like, you know what, guys, this was fun, but we're not doing this anymore. But Doug's like, no, keep the party going. And then he keeps <laughs> the apartment. And then he turns into like, like he gets mad when they come over and don't use coasters and shit. Okay. So it's not like Doug has a secret apartment where he's bringing over hookers and strippers. He has like a little bachelor pad man cave that I'm guessing he and his dad and his friends pay for to play cards. Carrie has a secret apartment in Manhattan. She knows that's not in Queens, right? I, it's in Manhattan because it's like near her work or something. And she was like, I really want this. And Doug's like, fuck, no, we can't keep that. But she does. And he finds out about it. So he's planning on divorcing her. He's going to ask her for a divorce, right? He is F and P'd over this apartment shit. And then they get into a fight and she's like, well, I'm going to adopt that baby. And Doug's like, fuck you. I'm adopting that baby. So they fight and they get on the airplane. They're like fighting to racing to the airport to get on the plane to go get May May. <laughs> mean fucking while, Arthur, Carrie's dad, our B-plot, involves Carrie's dad getting randomly married to a woman. But he gets stood up and left at the altar. So he Aww. gets married to another lady in the bath. He happens to run into in the bathroom. Meanwhile, <laughs> Carrie and Doug get together back on the plane and they like kiss and make up and then they get to China and find out Carrie's fucking pregnant. So the last scene of the movie is Carrie holding a Chinese baby, Doug holding a white baby and then Arthur walks back in the back door, screams his marriage didn't work out and then storms back into the basement. That's a pretty good last episode of... Look, I don't, look, I don't think we need this secret apartment thing. That... It belies belief that these poor fucker. Okay, actually, there's a couple of problems here. One, they can't afford a secret apartment in Manhattan. Two, Doug is going to divorce Carrie. Does he think he's going to do better than Leah Remini? 
Holy fuck. She was like the, the, the holy woman of an entire religion. She was like number three in the side ties. Was she really? Was she that high up in science? No, she wasn't really that, that high. And she wasn't that high up. I'm just making a joke. I was going to say that's fucking hilarious. But anyway, yeah, no, I don't I don't know if the whole divorce plot was relevant. Oh, what do you know? You don't know what Carrie does for Liz. Isn't she like a law clerk or some shit? They do specify in the apartment uh, episode with the Chinese food apartment that um, the apartment is $850 a month and it appears to be like a one bedroom so whoa, 2006 different time <laughs> well they've been in the neighborhood for a long time he's the king of queens that's true the king does get access to special he's the king of eating all the Chinese food and there is a scene and how Carrie finds the apartment is she orders food from the Chinese restaurant and Doug delivers it to the she's at work and he sees that Carrie orders it and he freaks out like throws it at the wall and then runs back <laughs> so carrie goes to szechuan palace and she's like hey is it you guys' policy to just chuck chinese food at the door and then run and she's like what no i'm going back to the kitchen and carrie looks up and sees the window into the kitchen and there's like three chinese guys and then doug standing there working <laughs> why is doug working at the restaurant because after his friends uh ducked out of the deal he couldn't afford it on his own so he had to pick up. Uh, now he's not paying rent. He is uh, delivering Chinese food, though. I mean, he is, he is canonically a delivery man. He's also canonically fat as fuck. So I imagine that would be a good deal for him. Yeah, exactly. He gets exercise. He gets unlimited Chinese food, which kind of negates the exercise. But what are you going to do? It seems like you, look, me, you, and your mom watched The King of Queens over Thanksgiving. We had a pretty good time. I think that's the first time I've ever seen an entire episode of The King of Queens. Oh, really? My mom loves that show. She falls asleep watching it. Oh, my. That is, our, <laughs> that's her family guy. It is. Oh, my God. It's her family guy. Her family guy and her 90-day fiancé. Well, I guess 90-day fiancé is also her 90-day fiancé. That, that, I made the best joke on the fucking subreddit the other day. I like this, like, you know the uh, Better Call Saul chicanery copy pasta? Uh, yes. I was really high, and I wrote, like, this big, long monologue, because they were fighting at the tell-all, like, from the perspective of one of the characters, like, I know you took my debit card. I am not crazy. <laughs> I know he swapped those numbers. It was $1,200 in my bank account, one after Magna Carta, as if I could ever make some, and nobody understood it. I got downvoted to shit, and somebody asked me if I was insane. It's a very common copy pasta. <laughs> I guess not That's common like, enough. That was like the copy pasta of 2022. That that was that was this year's Navy SEAL man. Well, I, I posted it. No one got it. I felt so bad about myself. Man, you guys just don't appreciate my jokes. But you know who does appreciate my jokes? Nathan Maz, right? I don't think that's true. I mean, I understand you're trying for a transition, but I don't think I don't think Nathan does appreciate your jokes. No, he does. He's obsessed with me. We're in love. He this sends me secret new. messages through the TV. Yeah. Uh -huh. This is new. We'll always be together. Did you see that video of Kanye on what's his name? Uh, English Tucker Carlson. Who is English Tucker Carlson? Do you know his name? I know who you're talking about. I, I, tell me real fast. What a, he's got, I, it, yeah. He's got like the dumbest name, like Newt Gingrich or some dumb British name or some shit. I he was don't on, think he does. I think he has a, I don't think he has a name like Snap Whiplash. I think this guy has a normal <laughs> name. Well, I don't remember what it is, but the guy asks, he's like, do you wish you and Kim were still together? And he's like, she still loves me. Like, Nathan, you still love me. I know you do. What's, what are you, 
what are you up to this episode? Okay. Like, so that- <laughs> you're telling me that you want to use your birthday episode, and then you immediately start talking about the King of Queens, which is great. By the way, <laughs> I would talk about that all day. I don't know nearly enough about KOQ. Then you start talking about Kanye, which immediately makes my stomach sick. Like, oh, now okay. I have, like, a sour stomach. I, I got, what do they call it, Nickelodeon? No, I got the bubble guts, thanks to you. And now you're going to start talking about Nathan Masry, aren't you? Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, listener, I want to take you on a journey today because Nathan was on a podcast. He's not on as much stuff anymore. I wish he would keep making videos. I'm a fucking stan. I am addicted to Nathan Vazary. I have to follow everything he does. Uh, Nathan, do more funny shit. But no, he was on a podcast recently. And I, of course I tuned in because I am a stan. Uh, we stan Nathan in this household. And I listened to the whole thing and it was completely fucking unhinged. And it's going to make you really upset. So I figured we could listen to through the whole thing and just make fun of him. You kids want to make fun of Nathan Masry? Good old, good old fashioned razzing. This is your birthday episode. It's my birthday. Birthday in November. This is it. So when July rolls around, you are not getting a birthday. We, are we agreeing on this now? Yes, I'm not getting a birthday. I'm not getting in, a- In July. I'm, I'm not getting July a birthday. July of 2023, there will not be a birthday episode. There will not be a birthday. No, no birthday. No birthday for Sriracha in 2023. All right. Well, I have this MP3 downloaded. It took a long time. I had to like scrape it off of the Anchor FM RSS backend. <laughs> it was named like a thousand random characters, but I do have it here. Yeah, I uh, think you might be shocked to learn. This is called the Picture Time O'Clock Podcast, I believe. I'm sorry. It's the Picture Time O'Clock Podcast. Now, why not just the Picture Time Podcast? Or That's a great... It's Picture Time or Picture Time, the podcast. What makes it Picture Time O'Clock? Oh, that's a great question, Asterios. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways. Okay, Sriracha just pretended to either snort a line or blow a snot rocket. I couldn't tell. Maybe both. Maybe both listeners, though. I'm smoking I crack. I don't think you can do both. <laughs> I'm smoking I crack. I think and- that's a waste of cocaine if you're doing both. <laughs> So uh, the Picture Time O'Clock podcast seems to be about the premise is that the guest brings in a picture from their camera roll. And then that is the that's the inciting incident of the episode. Of course, Nathan completely ruins the format because he can't do anything right. But oh, my God, it's such a good it's so funny. It's got everything you need from Nathan, which is just absolute delusion, racism, uh, stuff about gay people. It's great. It's 10 out of 10. This is awesome. This is what I look for in Nathan Masry content. And I want to share it with you people. Okay, so I just want to I just want to confirm. So the the premise of the podcast is you bring in a picture from your phone and then you talk about the picture. Correct. So where's the clock? Well, it's picture time o'clock. But that's not like a real phrase. (laughs) I mean, I could say I could say it's cocaine o'clock and then do cocaine. I mean, I look. I guess it is legally allowable. You are legally allowed to say words, but I am allowed to call them nonsense. Well, uh, according to my watch, it's crack crack smoking o'clock. So let's start this podcast o'clock. All right. Calling now. Oh, completely unedited, too. This whole podcast is. Okay, I'm going to hit pause. There's no reason to make calling Nathan Masry sound terrifying. Like, you're not calling a prison. 
You're not calling Hannibal Lecter. You're calling a crazy rich guy who has a blank checkbook and a love of cartoons. What's with all this tension here? There's so much tension, and this podcast has maybe one of the shittiest theme songs I've ever heard in my entire life. I think you will be honest to God blown away by how bad it is. Um, I've listened to this podcast once before Picture Time Clock. Not, of course, not any other episodes besides this one, but I haven't decided yet if the host is clouded on Nathan. So maybe you can help me uh, figure that out. Because I can't tell if the host is making fun of him because he seems to be at some point and then sometimes he's just like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Okay, again, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to hit stop again. Usually, editing makes a podcast better. This is one of the times when it's making it much, <laughs> much worse. What are you what talking you- about? You don't like the uh, two minutes of just a ticking clock and then a ringing Skype call? <laughs> no, no. Why, why don't you throw in like some pie splats and a guy falling down the stair? Why don't you throw in a slide whistle and some old-timey Western gunshots while you're just like importing your entire sound effects library into your podcast for no reason. Because it isn't the slip on a banana peel podcast, Asterios. It's picture time podcast. And we have multiple clocks, which represent the multiple pictures that it is time for. Oh, well, geez, shouldn't we, it's Iggy. <laughs> shouldn't we also be hearing camera flash bulbs, like 1950s camera flash bulbs? Like, it seems we're going to get a lot of clocks and absolutely no pictures. It seems like you're complaining that there aren't enough sound effects. I thought you said there were too many. You can't please any of you liberals. Hello? Mm. I'm all yours. Thank you for listening. So what do you want me to do? Choose a photo? Yeah, so basically, just you can choose any photo. It can even be like a screenshot or anything. Um, but a photo that like maybe has like um, more significance than any other random one. But it also could just be a insignificant photo. Just like your choice, a picture that you'd like to talk about. I got it. You got it already? I got it. Yeah, I'm sending it to you right now. Oh, okay. Well, that's the send it to me, but I'm not going to look at it. But I'm oh. I will I'll use it later. But um, you'll just describe it to me before I've seen it. Yeah, awesome premise for a audio podcast, man. Amazing. We're gonna describe photos and then talk about them. You know, just because you sound like Ira Glass doesn't mean just because you sound. Like your head is permanently being submerged in a toilet doesn't necessarily make you good at podcasting. That's all I'm going to say about this guy. But that's all what all podcasts sound like is people with their heads in the toilets. 
I thought that was a prerequisite. This guy's like a first year Canadian college production student, just like putting every single filter and and sound effect he can in his thing. How did you appreciate that theme song? What the fuck was that? You seem to know what that song was. No, I don't. I've just listened to it. Was just someone saying, "Oh, in the worst British accent ever." I was not actually singing the words. I was just making fun of the fact that she's British, which I don't like. Okay, well, you could have fooled me. We like, dislike British people here at the Loudest Podcast. Remember? I don't think that's true. I think yes, it just is. I think that was a Canadian woman. I don't think that was a British person. Okay, well, we dislike Canadians here at the last That is also not true. Okay, so what do I describe? Like the colors and what I'm doing on the photo? Or what, it, what, is it, what does it signify or symbolize? Uh, we'll start with just like the actual, like what's happening in the photo. But not yet, right? No, but not, not yet. yet. <laughs> okay. And then, and then we can get into like the details after. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so do you want me? Should I go? Okay, do you want to? You, okay, well, you have to. You have to be more of a leader here. You have to. Okay. You have to moderate me well. Okay, yeah. what I'll what I'll have you do in that case is um give your give a quick intro to just yourself, please. Uh, intro to myself. Well, Google me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's an intro in itself, I guess. I'm hitting stop. It's so funny. He can't do anything right. It's so fucking funny. This is classic Nathan. I love it. This is awesome. You know what, actually? This is, I do blame the host for this. The host is like, send, just, you know, pick a picture and then send it to me. And Nathan's like, all right, I'll send you the picture. And the host is like, well, wait, 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 wait. I won't look at the picture, though. Send it to me, but I won't look at it. Describe it, and then I'll look at it. How about you just not look at the picture? Why are you involving Nathan in this at all? You know, you can choose not to look at the photo. I have plenty of texts I haven't read. Did he just say? You're confusing Nathan here, host. See, I think you might be confused. I don't know if he even said Nathan to send it. I think Nathan just offered. I think the yes. gentleman on the first end of the thing says, hey, pick out a picture in your camera roll. Tell me what physically is going on in the picture. And then we'll talk about like the significant, the emotional attachment you have to the picture later. And Nathan's like, okay, got it. I'll send it to you. And the guy's like, well, why don't you just tell me what's happening in the picture? And Nathan's like, I, this is ridiculous. I can't work under these conditions. <laughs> Okay, that is actually not what happened, and I can't believe that you are making the listeners listen to us discuss the clip that just got played, because I'm rolling us back. (laughs) Do it again. Listen to this. Okay. Yeah, I'm sending it to you right now. Oh, okay, well, that's the, send it to me, but I'm not going to look at it, but I'm, I will, I'll use it later, but, um, you'll just describe it to me before. It's exactly what I said. Send it to me, but I'm not going to look at, how about this? Thanks. Here, thanks. Thanks for the picture. Because clearly you're going to need it later for some stupid reason. Yeah, I mean, you you know what? Now that I've heard your argument and I've listened to it again, I agree with you. You're going into this. You need to to be more. He gets squirrely when you don't, when you let him go for too long. This is an incredibly simple premise for a show. Send me a picture and we talk about it. 
And Nathan can't even seem to grasp this. No, it's serious. You don't understand. It's the exact opposite. His brain is always functioning at like, you know that, what is it like? If you, you could use 100% of your brain. See, his brain is going so fast that he simply cannot comprehend a concept this simple that it would amuse us peons. You really think that's it? No, I think he's just a big, dumb, dumb, stupid idiot. <laughs> I think he's just a big, dumb, stupid idiot. All right. What is this a picture of? Let's guess what this is a picture of, because I'm guessing it's going to be like Garfield's puckered asshole, right? Like, there's <laughs> nothing else it could be. Right? Like, that's what we all, that's what we're all thinking. Give your, give a quick intro to just yourself, please. Uh, intro to myself. Well, Google me. <laughs> okay, that's an intro in itself, I guess. That's an intro in itself. Google me. I've been on your podcast, I think. How many times? Twice? Yeah, before? this would be the third time. Wow, look yeah. at me. Yeah. I'm doing well with you. My sorrow meter with you is increasing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, well, Google me, I guess. Uh, so he wasn't kidding when he said Google me. Oh, no, that was not. A, he's like not going to tell you anything about himself right now. And uh, Frank, Nathan, are you sure you want me to Google you? Are you sure? That's all you want him to find out? So I'm pretty sure the first thing that comes up is like some shit about gay Superman. Yeah, no, that's that's got to be pretty high up there. I mean, also, Nathan, isn't this your favorite thing? Self-promotion? Like, why are you fucking turning up your nose at the opportunity to tell someone about EGs.com? You might turn zero customers into one customer. Oh, Asterius, there's plenty of EGs. Shit. <laughs> don't, you, don't you worry, child. There will be OGs. It's Nathan's new dumb business idea. Oh, good. Maybe we'll finally... Oh, geez. It's Mr. Sub's retirement money. <laughs> finally figure out what the fuck this is. Okay. Fair enough. Google Nathan Masri, everyone. Google Nathan Masri. Yeah. I, yeah, I just, I, just, uh, I just came back from California. And I mean, you've been texting me constantly to go on this podcast. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. Nice. And, um, and so, yeah, so there I am. But am I in my... Am I in, in my best of my mood? No, this is Nathan in his, in his mood off. Oh, trying, right. to keep, trying to keep it together. Trying to be nice. I'm trying. But it's, uh, <laughs> but it's Saturday. Yeah, I work every day. Oh, okay. yeah, well, it's Saturday end. Do so you? Well, I came from Cali- I still came from California. Oh, yeah, that's like a common grifter motivational speaker thing is I work 24 hours a day because they think that working because their ideas are so good that just by nature of them being alive, they are at work because they're thinking of dumb, stupid ways to make money. So, yeah, uh, Nathan, your heart is to make jokes. I'm also on the clock 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I don't get paid for it. But- God damn it, I am working. Work is something that if you don't do, you become homeless and die. What Nathan is doing is playing pretend businessman with Mr. Sub's money. Yeah, I think what you meant to say there was you LARP every day. And it was a, it was a, to me, it was a, it was a hectic trip and it was Uh-oh. short and being in California and, uh, and it's Saturday. And so, yeah, what, what I were you uh, the doing time for myself. Sorry. What were you doing in California? Um, well, as you could see from my Instagram, I've been, uh, I've been, I've been meeting a few 
uh, uh, licensing uh, industry people uh, for Iggy's, the mm-hmm. new app that's launching soon, and and meeting Owen Gottfried and and the the producers and the crew for the new Garfield documentary oh, wow. uh, movie, the film at Studio Sunset. Uh, sorry, Sunset Gower Studios, uh, owned by Netflix. Oh, and awesome. so yeah, I was there, and uh, yeah, and I don't think Sunset Gower is owned by Netflix. <laughs> I used to work at Sunset Gower. I, I worked there for four years. That's where they shot Corey in the house. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Oh, yes. fuck. I thought it was big. You didn't tell me it was enormous. Sunset Gower is the cheapest, shittiest studio you can get in Hollywood. That's why they shot Corey in the house. No, it's on the National Register of Historic Places because they shot Corey in the house there. No, it is on the National Register of Historic Places because they did film the scene from I Love Lucy with the chocolates. Oh, my God. Are you serious? The conveyor. Yeah, that's where we ate lunch on the set of Mad TV. But the fact that I'm mentioning Mad TV should give you an idea of how shitty Sunset Gower Studios are. What are you talking about? How are you not impressed with this word salad of licensing and industry words? The industry words. I love. I also love how this guy's like mentioning Sunset Gower, mentioning Netflix. Like he thinks we're stupid enough to be like, if he mentions Netflix, we're going to immediately assume he has a deal with Netflix for his stupid Garfield documentary. You don't, okay? <laughs> it's like if I'm taking a holiday in. With Billy Baldwin, I'm not one of the Baldwin brothers, okay? Like, proximity doesn't mean there's a relationship. Right. I forgot to mention that the name of this episode is, oh, geez, Nathan Masry tells the truth again. Nathan Masry seems to get really triggered when you accuse him of being a liar, which is really, really funny to me because he seems to simultaneously, like, Nathan does not seem to understand that lies are not just Asterios Kokonos is a woman who wears a dress and works at DoorDash on the weekend. Like, Nathan, heavily implying, like, this setup you're trying to do where you're heavily implying that, like, Netflix is going to, like, produce a Nathfield series. This is also lying, just so you know. Like, setting up situations so you are intentionally obfuscating details so people will think your life is more impressive than it actually That That is lying, Nathan. That is also lying. So, yeah, it was a little nice trip, uh, five days under a week. Um, But may I say, Air Canada is by by far the worst. Um, And I mean, well, first of all, you pay, you know, you pay thousands of dollars in tickets and you still have to pay for headphones that are three dollars and ninety five cents or whatever. So that's even if we're rich, we're not going to pay it in spite of you. Just mm-hmm. in spite of it, just because the whole, whoever thought of it is such a stupid idiot. I don't know where did he graduate from? Is it Concordia University or Miguel? I don't know what they taught him, but that is or her or they. But that's that's a stupid. Oh, I thought of another example of him, like the Baldwin brothers thing. Do you remember that one time he posted on his Instagram? He's like Nathan Masry went to the same acting school as uh, Amy Poehler and uh, Chris Evans, and it's like, yeah, I could all. I've also been to UCB before. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's an acting class. The prerequisite is having three hundred dollars and free time on your Sunday. Yes, exactly. I am 
we're listening to this whole thing. Oh, it's going to be great, yeah. I am thrilled with this. Oh, yeah, no worries. Uh, it gets even worse. <laughs> stupid concept. Very, very stupid uh, business plan. And uh, other than that, uh, um, the seats are just... They, they need renovation, man. They, where's mm. Trudeau when you need him? Where's Trudeau? Where's Trudeau? What is he doing in China? What is he yeah. doing in China? What is he doing in I don't know where? What is he doing? Yeah, what the fuck, Justin Trudeau? What? Wait, don't you hate it when Joe Biden does dumb, stupid bullshit like ease international tension and like meet with other foreign diplomats instead of fixing my goddamn airline seats? Yeah, what the hell does he, does he think Justin Trudeau is an airline reupholsterer? Because he's not. He's a prime minister. And a blackface enthusiast. Not an airline reupholsterer. It's ridiculous. We sent Justin Trudeau to reupholster the airline seat. He showed up with blackface. It was fucked up. Go renovate your seats. Learn from the, learn from the Arabs. Learn from the Arabs. Learn mm. from Qatar. Learn from Emirates. You know, have some class. Have some etiquette. Renovate your seats. They're disgusting. Number one. Number two, lose the headphones. Cost for headphones. It's so stupid. You're passing by. Some airlines, they give it for free. Some don't. Uh, you're already going bankrupt. The headphones is not going to help, right? Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And number, number three, uh, the screens in front of you, you know, you're watching on this little tiny, small screen where you can't, you got to put it up and down because of the lighting, you know, the reflection, you can't see the, you can't watch the movie. Right. Well, mm. some of the, some screens, like my, my partner who was beside me, it didn't work the entire trip for four hours. It didn't work for mm. five hours. It didn't work. And they said, Oh, there's nothing they can do. There are a few people that had that. And you you know, the least thing you can do is give an e-voucher. That's the yeah. least thing you can do. And they, give us stupid even voucher. We might not need it because you know we're we're fine. You know we're well off. But it's a nice jest. Just yeah. give us stupid voucher, and 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 he and he had to you know sleep it off if he can, or or I would share my headphones um, yeah. for three ninety five with him. One ear, you know, one on my ear, one on his. Yeah. And you know it is what it is. And so it's you know then you get a hostess, you know. Well, what a, what um, a, what who has did you watch? And then you get a hostess who has attitude, and so you know it's just it was just it's just disgusting. All, all in all, is disgusting. Air Canada is disgusting. I want to know what movie. I didn't watch anything. I just skimmed through a few that I already saw. You know, it's oh, it's like, not nothing special for me. Nothing. Like they're all old. So you didn't need the headphones because what you weren't this? watching anything because it's all old. So what are you really complaining about here, Nathan? Nathan, what the fuck do you mean your friend had to sleep it off? Sleep off fucking what? The tragedy of not being able to see the iPad screen? Yeah, it sounds like a nap will fix that. Is your friend four years old and in a fucking Applebee? You can't read a book or take a nap for four fucking hours? Oh my god! Also, you had to fly to Los Angeles for a licensing convention. You had to. Or did you want to play pretend dress-up businessman with your week? What are you talking about, Sue? No, you didn't listen. Netflix. He said the word net. He knows he what Sunset Studio is. He did. How would mention- you know insider information? Like, what is a Netflix? If you don't, if you're not knee fist deep in the industry, the anus of the industry. Does he think Canada owns Air Canada because they both have the word Canada in it? Uh, like, fucking probably. I don't think that's how it works. 
I mean, it's definitely, it, it does the air, no, American Airlines also is not owned by the federal government here. No, it's no, just No, and Alaska <laughs> Airlines is not owned by the state of Alaska. I know there's a big, terrifying polar bear on it, like they have in Alaska. That That's, polar bear is not flying the planes. Maybe he should be. I've been saying that for years. We are very well off, but... No, I will not pay $3 for your headphones, and I am insulted by the provocation. <laughs> He's like, hey, Air Canada, if you're looking to make money, you should give away headphones to obscenely wealthy people in first class. That's a terrible way to make money. You should actually be charging 30 Here's what you should be doing. You should be selling them AirPods at a markup. Like, they're in first class. You should be gouging these people. I don't get it. Why don't they just put cartoons on the AirPods? <laughs> And then they could sell them for $100 million if they have Garfield on them, because the oh. consumer is both smart and stupid. Oh, my God. You're so smart. Yeah, I watched yeah. Uh, the last time I was on a plane, I watched um, gay, uh, Game Night. Have you seen that? Mm. Yes, I saw that. It's really funny. Yeah. I watched yeah. Encanto. Well, yeah, like I said today, you guys, you caught me on my, be- on my mood off. Yeah. And Nathan's ah. mood is off. Oh, man. Well, I mean, yeah. maybe we can make the most of it and turn it around. I don't know. Depends on you. Do you have well, any good news for me? <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, uh, I just got a puppy recently. Oh, so cute. Yeah. I love puppies. I yeah. love puppies. Yeah, I've never, I had a, I've never had a puppy. So it's like really been kind of life-changing the past couple of weeks. We got her like uh, two Sundays ago. So it'll be two weeks tomorrow. Yeah. Shh. Yeah. Well, I had, I had, I, I, any, anything that's miniature, small, I like it. Yeah, me too. Mm, oh, it's boy. cute. Yeah. So, well, um, okay. Well, that's a start. Maybe we can keep going from here and like turn things around. Well, it doesn't get better. I'm sorry, because I land in LA, and I meet and I and I go to this licensing event for Iggy's, and um, and I saw you know great presentations by Fox Entertainment and by other licensed stores like Viz, who own most of the animes, and oh, you yeah. know what their what their plan what their plan is, and yeah, and we invite and and uh, we invited. Uh, a few people to a very luxurious breakfast at Sofitel Beverly Hills. And it was pleasant until, until I say, I just love my Jewish lawyer. What? I love my Jewish lawyer. And this guy near this guy called Steven, I'll spare him his last name. goes on and says, um, well, you know, he can, we continue the meeting, hugs me deeply with affection and then says, I have to go, gives his number on a piece of paper and email. Well, if he was that mad, you know, why would he give his number on a piece of paper and he left. And then in five minutes, I just see, there's a push notification. His friend gets a push notification and I, and I just look at it like word by word. Usually when you, someone gets a push notification, you turn your head, you don't, you really, you know, it's private. Yeah. But this one, it's like, God wanted me to see it letter by letter and says, I don't appreciate Nathan's slur. He's out of the list. There was oh. going to be another licensing event at a bar. I don't drink, so I don't give a shit, but there was going to mm-hmm. be another license, but mine, you know, mind you coming from Toronto. 
Mm-hmm. How rude. Says, I don't appreciate Nathan's racial slurs. That was like out a text of the list. that he got on his phone. That, he, that his friend got. Oh, yeah. I see, I see. And I'm like, hello, I'm not Kanye. Okay, so if you weren't following that story, listeners, I know Nathan's not great at this. Uh, he made a comment. He was at breakfast and he was like, I love my Jewish lawyer. And then I guess a guy overheard it and was offended by it and leaves the dinner. So Nathan is snooping, sitting at the table, and somebody he's sitting with gets a text, like a push notification, that's from the gentleman who was just at the lunch that said, I appreciate Nathan's slurs. He's not coming to the next licensing event, and he is fucking shell shook over this. I'm not Kanye. Yeah. You're, and you know, I'm, I, you know what I did? I don't like anyone handling my problems. I handle them myself. And I went and texted him myself. And I said, listen, I oversaw, excuse me, but I oversaw the message. Yeah. By far, congratulations. You win mm-hmm. a trophy. You're mm-hmm. the only one in the world that, that, that says I'm racist. Mm-hmm. Only one in the world. Right here in LA. Actually, I, you know what? I think there may be a, someone else in the running for this trophy. I, I mean, yeah, I, wait, wait, what did, how did I open this episode exactly? <laughs> Can I get the trophy? Wait, no, he said he's the first. So maybe the only the first one gets the trophy. But no, I definitely did that before. I th- have I called him a racist? I'm sure I have. Somebody somebody go back and retcon the loudest podcast from <laughs> have me calling him a racist. So I get the trophy. Everyone is oversensitive nowadays, especially in L.A. Yeah. Everyone is scared. They want to be politically correct. And I believe that the Jewish community is also very sensitive but not like that because i have friends all around me friends and colleagues um are all uh, from the jewish community and i've asked them i told them what happened they're like he is ridiculous stay away from him what's happening with people are these friends of yours in the jewish community in the room with you right now nathan (laughs) are these friends of yours in the jewish community on your payroll nathan You can't talk to people anymore. You can't mingle anymore. It's not the 90s anymore. You say non-binary, you're fucked. You say, you know, you say Jewish, you're screwed. You say Muslim, oh shit. You can't say anything nowadays. Hey, Nathan, if this somehow gets in your brain, like if if I'm in your head like PCP right now, I'm going to give you like an example. You know what? I'm going to say the word Jewish in a way that you, I'm going to use two examples. You tell me which one you think you would get in trouble for, okay? <clears throat> Example number one, Allie Raisman incorporated Ava Magila into her floor routine as a testament to her Jewish heritage. Number two, damn, I sure love the Jewish comedy of Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, first off, as a liberal, both of those are racist and you're canceled. I'm sorry. As a liberal, bad. Bad, Roger. Uh, something, and I didn't like it. There was a certain tone in your voice on the first one. Yeah, this is this is a dark and unexpected turn from Nathan Masry. Oh yeah, it uh, took a real hard left. Yeah, before this he was kind of just the silly cartoon man who uh was afraid of his own sexuality, so maybe he kind of overdid it in attacking Superman's bisexual son. <laughs> uh but uh for someone so weird, he now just sounds so average and it's really really sad actually. I'm going to try non-binary, too. Non-binary. How can you use non-binary in a way that won't affect? Hello, L- shout out to the LGBT community. <laughs> non-binary. Non-binary will invest in an air conditioner. <laughs> it's hot in here. I don't get it. <laughs> Nobody does. They get it. No, can you please explain the joke to me? No, there? okay. Off air, it was non-binary. 
like not by an air like surely don't call me Shirley. Shirley, you can't be serious. Don't call me Shirley. Non-binary. Well, invested a fan. It's hot in here. Is that like a meme or joke that people know? No, it's just, it was okay, just a that didn't makes land. No, okay, just didn't land. That, what you said makes no fucking sense. You want to well, try one more time? Nope. Fuck me sideways. <laughs> okay, we're going to stick with that? Yeah, let's do it. All right, hold on. <laughs> Non-binary. It's hot in here. We damn sure should buy an airy, airy <laughs> air conditioner, that is. What did you, th- what? Listen, jokes are hard. See, this is why, it's Nathan, this is why I'm on the clock 24-7, just like you. I, every second of the day I grind, and you know what? We love try-ups. Sometimes we fail upwards with our jokes. You found it hard to say something <laughs> offensive about our friends in the non-binary community? Because a lot of the internet does not find that hard. I'm just going to oh. let you know, that's a layup for a lot of the, including, I guess, Nathan Masry now. <laughs> well, not I. Not I. You know what? That's actually kind of good that you can't think of <laughs> You can't immediately pull up an offensive joke. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, the appeal of Nathan was that he was a weirdo, that he would, like, make out with a big Garfield because he saw Superman's gay son, or he would uh, buy a deodorant company with his step-cousin Martha, whatever the (laughs) fuck. Now he's just, like, kind of spamming... Even the phrase politically correct is really old. Nobody even says that anymore. (laughs) Political correctness. We talked about that on Murphy Brown in 1987. (laughs) This is so... What? He's he's becoming like everyone's dad. Like, what are you doing, Nathan? Man, you've got some... I just thought of this. You've got some pretty fucked up opinions on the friends in the Jewish community when my dad has a more progressive outlook than you do you know during thanksgiving dinner your dad made a couple of cracks about the lgbt community that i was not a, a super fond of he was on his good behavior that day i was in the car with him the day afterwards and he's like why are people added apropos of nothing he's just like why are people hating on jewish people that's not nice and i was like you know what dad that's a good opinion to have. Hey. he's like they didn't do anything don't hate jewish people it's like yeah you know what racism knock it off you know i kind of wish he'd said that at thanksgiving dinner and not something about quote hermaphrodites which is another word that i don't think has been uttered since the year 1987 like, <laughs> he says that i'm like oh right People talked about that on the playground when I was sick. I haven't heard that word in forever. I'm so like, happy. Remember when I had to explain to you what goombas were? Yes. I was like, this is a slur. I know you just think of the guys from the Mario Brothers. But trust me, 40 years ago, you were not allowed to say this. Just a tapestry, an intergenerational tapestry of racial slurs we got going on here at the Loudest Podcast. I also had to explain to Rancho what Seamus's were. Yeah. <laughs> right. Before and Mickey's just... or whatever. Isn't a Seamus a police? I'm using that. I'm incorporating that in my vocabulary. Yeah, that's fine. You know what? No one will call you on it. No, it's true. It's getting worse and worse, too. It's getting worse and worse, and I think we're gonna. It's gonna end up into a civil war. And watch it happen in America—a whole civil war and financial collapse in 2023. Yeah. And you'll say, "Nation said." 
You know, I, I believe it. I believe it. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Civil War, 100%. Anyways, um, we're working on something so destructive that it will really eliminate Steve and Steven. You know, it's just Iggy's is going to be something great. Iggy's is going to be something so big that Hollywood has never seen before, and they better embark on it and join the wagon um, because it's something uh, extremely, extremely um, well thought of from all point of views. Said Steve and Steven. I assume he's referring to Steve Jobs and Steven Spielberg. One of them has already been eliminated. and The other one is a fucking walking zombie who everybody's clowning on because he made a movie about how great movies are. We haven't even seen the movie yet. We already hate it. Okay, well, first of all, that was way, way too generous of a joke he was not he was not referencing anything he said because the guy in this story's name is steven the gentleman who was offended by his comment at breakfast i don't know why he said steve and steven but maybe he meant steve jobs and steven but yeah steve jobs has indeed been eliminated by pancreatic cancer already (laughs) one down one to go for the studios, for the licensees, uh, poor, poor licensees, really. I, I feel for them. And for the fans, you know, yeah. 4 billion out there, the 5 billion fans out there, we're almost a billion population. You know, most who watch and consume licensing products from food to products, Iggy's is just going to come in and help you all. There are 5 billion fans and you can't get one of them to buy <laughs> your product. There are 5 billion Five billion fans, and you can't sell pizza to drunks in a Canadian college town. It's like a extremely well thought out product of Stereos. Well thought out from just all angles. Did you hear that? He described it as well thought out. That's how you know it's well thought out. That's how you know it's good. And, and and we were there for that. And so many, you know, some elderly from Generation X and baby boomers were jealous of this great concept. Um, some, uh, everyone who I ever met in LA, they're like, holy shit. Mm. In 25 years, we've never seen something like this before. Warner Brothers said it. IMPS, who owns Smurfs, said it. Licensing International Nonprofit, who Walt Disney's a member of, said it. Uh, I mean, there's no one that, 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 that doesn't really get the idea. Iggy's is me. Preview website. Me. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Disney stores, brick and mortars, and Toys R Us brick and mortars. It's the Uber Eats of licensing. That's what I said. It's Uber, but for licensing. Oh, he explains it in more detail, but it is not that. And he, if you, if he heard you say that, you would lose your fucking life. Because he gets real mad at the host. Because my assumption originally was that, like, if I produce, I don't know, sweatshirts, like, if I make really good sweatshirts, I could get on Iggy's, and then I'd be like, oh, I want to produce Mickey Mouse sweatshirts. And I could yes. shoot a message to Mickey Mouse to be like, hey, you want to link up and combine our powers and make these? No, that is not what it is. It's, uh, okay, imagine this is stereos. Amazon.com. Are you imagining it? Yes. Your thoughts. And Amazon.com meets and with a it twist makes, of Amazon.com with Netflix and uh, <laughs> Amazon.com 
Except it makes Nathan money. What the fuck is the question? Obviously. But that's not what Uber, the Uber Eats of licensing is. That's not what that is. <laughs> that's just a store. <laughs> it's just a and store. And Asterios, I know. I know. There are stores. And you would, you would come to me, people come to me in 25 years and they say, what if there was a place where I could go and I knew that every product I picked up would be licensed? And somebody told me, that's a store, Sriracha, and that already exists. And I say, what the f- literal fuck are you talking about? <laughs> How does that have any relevance to what the fuck I just said to you? Asterios, I have a car that I want to sell you. It's $8,000. Yeah, yeah, I know it doesn't have an engine, but shut up. Yeah, yeah, don't whatever. It doesn't have an engine. Yeah, yeah, the catalytic converter is also absolutely shot. But it, imagine this: imagine this car I sold to you, and you gave me eight thousand dollars. I mean, that's just a transaction. That's a world I want to live in, Asterios. A world where you give me eight thousand dollars right now. Well. There are four billion, I mean five billion fan. That's right, five billion of the of the eight billion people on Earth are fans of the Smurfs. <laughs> that is true. It's the most popular uh, cartoon in the new Uzbekistan. People don't know that. While Disney stores brick and mortars and Toys R Us brick and mortars, you know, well, you know, mostly bankrupt, but they're licensing to foreign nations. And, you know, many foreign nations are aha about American brands, but you brick and mortars are closing down, you know? And so where do you go for licensed products? And plus they don't have a lot of variants. They don't have a lot of variety of, let's say right. Mickey Mouse toy or Mickey Mouse Ike cartoon. You're not going to find, you know, thousands and thousands of different categories of t-shirts toys food all in one store it's impossible of all the cartoons and yeah. anime no way so iggy's is going to incompensate that it's going to be your home your to go home for everything licensed from anime to mm. cartoons to you can search by tv movie um did he just learn what anime was because he sounds like me when I talk about anime. He's like, hey, there's this anime thing. The kids seem to like it. And the, uh, what are you, uh, Isterios, are you accusing Nathan Masri of not talking about something he knows absolutely dickhole about in an overly confident manner? You think somebody would do that? Just get on the internet and say nonsense? I think that this podcast host is trolling, but I don't think he's doing a very good job of it. I think even he is bored with trolling Nathan at this point. <laughs> What are we? What are the chances that he goes? Well, you know, there is a store you can buy thousands of Mickey Mouse products. It's called Amazon.com slash Disney or the Disney Store.com. Like, what are the chances this host brings up Amazon? I mean, the host does not understand what Iggy's is and tries to like push on Nathan a little bit later, and then Nathan gets all upset. I'd imagine if somebody said that, he would just rage quit. Or he'd say something like, you don't understand. It's like Russell Greer. I really like Nathan because there are so many parallels to Russell Greer. Like, what he's saying makes absolutely no fuck. Like, objectively makes no fucking sense. Where would you find everything licensed all in one place? I don't know, like, the internet, like, anywhere on the... I'm sitting on my ass, and I could order literally anything I want right now. Why do I need... Amazon.com. Right, like, why do I need... And someone drive it over on a little bike. It'll get to your house in an hour. Maybe a drone. If you live in New York... 
in a goddamn hour, you could be drowning in Mickey Mouse. What the fuck is this guy for once? What the fuck is this guy talking about? Right. But he's like so insane and he's so lost in the sauce that he doesn't realize that what he's saying just is objectively stupid and makes no fucking sense. So when someone asks a basic question like, why would they use your app when they could just use the internet? He just rage quits. He's like, you don't understand. Like, like we're the idiots because we're the dumb idiots. The stereos. We're the ones that don't get it. I guess. It's kind of sad because usually there is an innovation. A Garfield-shaped pizza. A hot dog with Scooby-Doo's face on it. It's not a good innovation, but it's different. What he's describing is something that's just very bland and average. All right. Let's see if he can sell it. And yes, it's. I'm really excited for that. But to to is it going to be a bumpy ride for me? Oh yes. A uh, what? Sorry. A bumpy ride. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Oh, a bumpy ride. Even yeah. With all those oversensitive LA people. Yeah. Holy fuck! I don't see myself as a Hollywood LA person. I see myself as a disruptor, a tech guy. Call me San Francisco. Call me Silicon Valley. Call me Torontonian. Toronto, hmm. Toronto is a is a huge tech city right now. You yeah. know, Shopify is here. Slack. You know, and yeah, so. Yeah. And so for me, I don't really give a shit. You know, I'm very, I have, because um, I come from. Oh, yeah, you sound like you don't care. And I'm very um, generous. And I invite someone for breakfast. And obviously, you should read between the lines. You come to eat the breakfast and you leave. Mm-hmm. And at least say thank you. Like, that shows how disgusting. Unless he found out that I'm originally, 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 originally Palestinian. And maybe he didn't want me in his Jewish community. So that means the racism comes from him. It comes from this, from the other side, not from me. Nathan is so fucking, this is another absolutely classic Nathan moment, which is like, okay, imagine you're on a playground and you see like one kid push another kid and the kid turns around and is like, you push me, you're mean, I'm not playing with you anymore. Instead of being like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, was, was, I was trying to get on the slide, I didn't, I didn't mean to, it was an accident. The kid's like, nuh-uh, nuh-uh, I didn't push you, I didn't push you because you, you pushed me first and um, um, it was my turn to go on the slide and um um you're mean and if you don't invite me to play with you you're you're not coming to my birthday party like this is what he's he's like no you are racist i'm not racist you are racist because you are jewish and you hate palestinians wait are you from dubai it's all the same shit (laughs) (laughs) anyways fuck you racist you are the racist well, I mean, actually, he's from Toronto. I think he's lived in Dubai for a while. But um, yeah, Nathan is. This is. Uh, this is sad. <laughs> this is really sad that this, that like uh, Nathan said something offensive, and he didn't even get called on it. He just like it's, it, a, a guy texted another guy and was like, "Hey, can you uh, can you stop hanging out with that racist?" <laughs> And now Nathan is making it the Picture Time O'Clock podcast's problem. Nathan, you were invited here to talk about a picture. Aren't you going to talk about that picture now, Nathan? Don't you have a picture to talk about? Not a text. Not a text. If you were following this in real time on Instagram, this happened like a month ago. And he's still absolutely fucking seething under his skin. Like, wow, damn, Stephen fucking rent free.
this happened like um are you serious when did this happen this happened i think about a month ago he was posting it on instagram so i don't remember exactly when it happened but he told this story on instagram about he was like you can't say anything more cancel culture has taken over because my jewish lawyer kicked me out of a meeting with licensors steven and he's still going on about steven to this day we gotta talk to steven dude this is so fucking funny which brings me to my next point which is why are rich people so fucking lame like why are rich people so goddamn pathetic like he's pathetic elon musk is you see what elon musk is goddamn doing he buys twitter for an insane amount of money an app with an entirely mentally ill user base present company very much included and the first thing he does is go on there and like tweet a picked a dad joke of himself and make his engineers stay till midnight. Like what the fuck? That dude has world altering amounts of money. Holy fuck. I would be a public menace if I had that type of money. You can literally build the world that you want to live in where you're which is like, you know what I would do? The first thing I would do if I had Elon Musk level of money is I would create a play. I would hire Vince Gilligan and Peter Gold to uh is, is it the other way around? Peter Gould and Vince Gilligan to, those are the guys that wrote Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul to write a play. And I'm going to make sure it's like the best play. I'm going to have people review it. I'm going to like hire literary experts and shit to like review this play and tell me it's like, I, I'm going to spend a lot of money and a lot of time perfecting this play and making sure it's fantastic. So then I'm going to put it on, I'm going to rent a Broadway theater. And in that Broadway theater, I'm going to pay a ton of like reviewers to come and I'm going to put on this amazing play and it's everybody's going to rave about it. They're going to be like, oh my God, it's so good, but it's not out yet. The play's not out yet. It's called something. It's some deep tale of like, I don't know, the depression or AIDS or something, something that really pulls at your heartstrings and people are going to be raving about it. And then I'll be like, well, opening weekend is next weekend and tickets are like $5. So anybody who wants to come New York City, you just come on down. We're going to have a lottery. Anybody who wants to come see it, sees it. And then everybody goes in the door and sits down. And when the play starts, I do not put on the play that Peter Gold and Vince Gilligan wrote. I instead just read the transcript of uh, the Martin Shkreli jury selection. Have you ever seen those? I would just read the transcript from those and make people listen to them because they're fucking hilarious and more people should know about that. Are you on fucking drugs? Yes. <laughs> if I was Mr. Sub's kid, what I'm saying is this dude was born with so much fucking money, access to so much fucking money, Nathan Masry is, Mr. Sub money, because his dad is like richer than fuck. And what is he doing with his time? Like, what the fuck? You're sitting around on a podcast arguing because you called somebody Jewish and and they were like, don't say slurs. Like, this is how you're spending your time. That's so, if I was Mr. Subs, if I woke up and I was Mr. Subs kid, here's the first thing I would do is I would pick up my phone and I would call my dad and I'd be like, hey dad, I'm uh, making an app. Yeah, it's an app. And uh, it, it tells you which cruise line has the best food and uh, can I have $150,000 for uh, market research? And then I imagine Mr. Sub would be like, is this going to keep you from posting about Sarah 19 gas on the internet for a week? And then, yeah, sure, here you go, ball out. And then I would take that money and I would buy Royal Caribbean Cruise for me and all my friends and just ball the fuck out <laughs> for the week. Like, all my friends are there, too, obviously, because I had to hire them. I have to hire them as assistants, and they're assisting me. I'm the project director, and I direct you to pound that shit, because we gotta 
reservation on the island. You know, an app that told me which cruise had the best food would actually be kind of useful. Uh, yeah, it could probably also be a website, you know, probably like Iggy's. It doesn't need to be a mobile app only, probably. But then where would I do market research? That's bullshit. I need that $150,000 to uh, wax the shuffleboard again. Because I see, I, see, I see humanity. I don't even see religion. I see color. I love color. I see humans and I see color. But I don't see religion. I really don't. We're not raised that way. I don't see a religion. I see a guy or a girl with, you know, or non-binary with, with a beautiful skin, eyes, a soul, character. And that's it. I don't see beyond that. God sees religion. God sees it. God sees religion. Who's obeying? Who's not? Who's praying? Who's not? We humans don't see it. I don't see it. And so for him to see it and to pick up on it and to and, and, and to, to punish me for it coming. Yeah, I mean, I agree that we don't all have Terminator vision where <laughs> the moment we look at somebody there, their religion pops up in the corner. But when you mention your, quote, Jewish lawyer, I think we know that you're talking about your, quote, Jewish lawyer, Nathan. What are you doing? What kind of... He thinks he's, like, digging himself out of this hole by, like, talking about how he, like, I don't see religion, I see color. It's like, you know, no one had to know this happened at all. <laughs> like, if you hadn't told us <laughs> about this on your Instagram and now on the Picture Time O'Clock podcast, like, this could have just been your little secret. What? <laughs> this guy's like trying to do damage control. Nathan, you're doing the damage. Yeah, do you like? I really, really like how it went. This story went from uh, Nathan referring to someone by their religion as like a title to, and a guy is like, hey, you probably shouldn't say that, to him being like, no, I am being judged for my religion because of this, just by nature of the fact that the guy is Jewish. <laughs> And he's seriously sitting that and in the same sentence being like, I do not see religion, but Jewish people way too sensitive. We also don't know if Stephen is Jewish. Like, I am not Jewish. I am also offended by what Nathan said. You don't have to be Jewish to be offended by anti-Semitism. Yeah. Oh, my God. Holy shit. What if Stephen isn't Jewish? We don't know that he is. Nathan assuming that he is, is not great. All the way. And, you know, uh, all the way from Toronto. And, and, and he says he's out of the list. It's really disgusting. It's really disgusting. And, uh, and it's sad. It's sad. It saddened me. So that's my, that was my, that was my second day in LA. Well, I don't know, man. Well, fuck them. Yeah. Like you said, fuck them. <laughs> It is what it is. <laughs> it way to take matter. a stand. So, yeah. Post a picture time exactly. o'clock. So, yeah. So, other than that, I'm here and uh, I just moved to my new place and I'm, and, and I'm, I'm still furnishing it and, and, and you know, doing oh, the interior sweet. design. And so. That's exciting. Yeah. It's in Toronto. Yeah. Maybe this is why Nathan doesn't come on our show anymore because we directly criticize him. <laughs> all the times he said crazy bullshit on our show, we should be like, yeah, you're right, Nathan. <laughs> Everyone's wrong but you. Yeah, no, that's uh, if he ever does, if we ever hook him again, I think that'll be my strategy. The thing is, I don't like when he does this thing where he just talks and talks and talks. He does need a very strong host. And I think next time, if we ever get him on a show and he starts like going and going and going, I'm just going to be like, sir, 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 until he stops talking. Good news. 
He will never be on our show again. <laughs> I miss him. I know you do. Nathan, I know I'm a you fucking do. fan. Please. I'm your fan vester. I'm literally the only fan you have. Please pay attention to me. I don't believe that's true. I think, uh, what's his name? Is it that guy that actually got sent all those bags of sand that was on our show? Oh, Quentin? Where's that Wyatt? Yeah, Quinton. Quinton was an actual fan vester. <laughs> Remember, he actually fan vested like $100. I wonder what Nathan doesn't associate with. Yeah, oh my god, I forgot he fucking tried to crowdfund his most recent restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, remember? And Quinton donated $100, and he was the only person who did. Okay, so me and Quinton, you have to split your time between two of us. But you didn't give money. Oh, fuck, that's right. But I'm giving him my con- the content. Are you? It seems I mean, like the amount of content you put out about him is <laughs> scurrilous at best. He's <laughs> my muse. Like- he's my muse. Uh-huh. Everything I do is for him. Sure. It's a small penthouse. I love it. Do you like living in Toronto? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All mm-hmm. right. How long have you lived here? I've been uh, since I moved from Dubai, I was I was working on Garfield Eats. We opened in Dubai and uh and it was 5 years ago then I came and opened Garfield Eats in Toronto. And absolutely nothing in between happened. <laughs> yeah, before that. You know, we're from Montreal. I'm, I was, you know, I was born and raised in Montreal. Oh, I see. But um, well, so if you were gonna give a, if you were gonna give a shout out to a neighborhood, what uh, neighborhood would it be? This host fucking sucks. This- Holy goddamn! This is the worst fucking host. Like, pick a lane, buddy. Are you gonna fuck with Nathan, or are you just gonna like be a drinking bird and just like let just let Nathan diarrhea and diarrhea and diarrhea? Because like you can't do both. You've got this like real shitty attitude that I don't like. He is. He's fence sitting, but this is actually one of my favorite parts of the podcast. Keep playing it a little bit. In the world, you mean, or just Canada? Or no, not in Toronto. Oh, Toronto, a shout out to just Toronto, I guess. Toronto City, GTA. Could you fucking imagine, Asterio, if you were on a podcast and the host was like, where you live, Asterios Coconos? And you were like, New York City, loving New York, Big Apple. And then the host was like, I'm going to need you to fucking shout that neighborhood out. And you were like, fuck yeah, Times Square. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? You would get fucking clowned on every day of your life for the rest until you die. You will be in a fucking nursing home and the nurse will come over and be like, here's your fizzy K, Times Square. He can't name like a single neighborhood. This guy lives in a penthouse in Toronto. And he can't name a neighborhood in Toronto. He can't name. Isn't there a part of Toronto called College Street? Is there? Yeah. So I think I took you there to hang out when we did that show in Toronto. Uh, Bloor Street. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I can name a part of, I can shout out part of Toronto. And Nathan Masry, who owns a penthouse in Toronto, cannot shout out a part of Toronto. That is this, so fucking embarrassing. My older, my older, my older brother, um, married to a beautiful uh, Portuguese uh, woman and beautiful children. And... Mm. Um, Two great children. Yeah, see, this is the problem, Nathan. You don't need to mention someone's (laughs) ethnicity at all when you're talking about them. You could say, I love my lawyer. My brother has a pretty wife. 
Now, later we're going to work on you not calling your brother-in-law's wife pretty. Like, there's also, there's also no reason to discuss her physical appearance at all. But that's, you know what? Let's start by not mentioning that she's Portuguese, maybe at all, because it does, wait, unless, of course, she's about to tell a story about how his brother's wife is secretly a man of war. Uh, any chance that that's about to happen? That we're going to hear about a man of war on picture time o'clock? No, it's bullshit. She's not a trebuchet either. Is that from Age of Empires? Uh, yes, it is. You got wow, right I'm is. really fucking proud of you. Did you want to get to the uh, the photo? What do you want me to do now? Describe it? Yeah. No, wipe your ass with it, Nathan. <laughs> Why don't you stick your phone up your fucking ass? There's uh, an app, the app name, an app, the app brand is in oh, the I background. Think I, I think I know where this is going. And, a, and app screens are in the back. The blue shirt. Blue a shirt. beautiful, stunning blue shirt. Is it t-shirt? Like there's no sleeves? No, it's in a white suit. Oh, Okay, and then, um, but uh, pants or white, white pants? And I'm, on a, and I'm on a stool, bars, and I'm on a stool. Like a metal or wood? This hosts like low energy, sardonic, Michael Sarah wannabe bullshit. Makes me want to put a fucking gun in my mouth. How about you, Saranja? <laughs> How are you reacting to this? Yeah, no, this is a this is a low energy podcast. This is a snooze fest, and he, this guy, uh, Jordan Brennan or whoever the fuck owns this podcast, he is lucky that Nathan has graced his screen. Oh, is it a metal stool? Oh, is it, is it a wood stool? Oh, wh why? Do you have various bits for the various types of material the stool is? Or do you think it's a joke to just slow things down and ask questions for no reason? Like, oh, God. Exactly. This is the Thank most you. Canadian fucking, this is the most Canadian piece of content I've ever heard in my life where they're like, hey, I recorded it. Good enough, right? I'm like an American. I recorded a show. Hey, listen <laughs> to me. Yeah, it's like it's like you ever watch TV in other countries and the acting yes. is just horrific. It's yes. like, oh, you tried. <laughs> yeah. You tried oh, to do like what the Americans do. It's cute. <laughs> He's making Nathan sound funny and interesting, which I thought was impossible. I know. It's fucked. I was in a photo. I took this. Uh, it was at a photo uh, uh, phot photography studio in Toronto. And okay. uh, it was nice. It was a nice photographer. What, and, was uh, what were they like? Very, very talented. And yeah, we shot quite a few that day. I, I finished in four hours and we did like almost... 300 shots oh wow was it just the one person taking the photos or was there like a lights person too or anything yeah 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 a few people lights. it was nice what it was, was that yeah. photographer like was it a guy or a girl a guy egyptian creative mm. egyptians oh, nice. are very creative they're in middle east they're known for their movies their films they're mm. they, they call it arab wood like oh really wood. that's funny yeah funny very funny it was like a young guy Married with kids. No, oh. older oh, so than I like am. A I'm the youngest. When I walk in our room, I'm the youngest. Not but, an, but wise, not unwise. I've got an old soul. I've been told. I can tell. Yeah. I can tell, and and and, and I do too. I, I'm never very thought, blunt. I never thought to ask you before, but um, the reason you don't drink is it for like religious purposes, or is it just a personal? How did choice? you know I don't drink? You you told me like he, five ten you minutes. You brought ago. it up ten minutes ago, Nathan. 
Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It's Alza. Did you hear how fast, how ready he was to snap at him? Probably about the fact that he's a Muslim. Like, did you hear how quick he was going to be like, see, you're doing exactly what I did, and it's everyone. But then he's like, oh, wait, no, fuck. I just forgot what I said five minutes ago. Oh, my God. You're fucking right. Nathan thought he, thought he could grab the moral high ground. It was like, you ever see sprinters get started, like, hit mark, <laughs> and then just fall on your face? I hope it's not Alzheimer's already. My grandma has Alzheimer's. And so I hope not. I hope yeah. it's not Kikian already. Uh, I th- uh, well, I think it's for many reasons, but one of them could be religion, yes. Second of them is lifestyle. Um, mm. Third of them is belly. I have abs. Mm. All of a sudden, I see a fucking belly. Where did that come from? Oh, nice. And I think uh, an energy and an energy. And I, w- and I was more depressed on red wine. I, see, I was I very depressed on red wine as well. Yeah. And I hate beer anyways. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't like tequila. It burns my colon. Oh. My, co- my, co- my colon, my cologne, my colon. It burns to hell. And I, and I have acid reflux. So I think all of it. And then I found religion and I'm like, wow, it really mm-hmm. it helped me put me on the right path. Um, and yeah. Like, do you like drugs? Any drugs? No, I don't. No, I don't do any. None of I. I do none of them. Okay. That's people good. think. People think. Oh my God, Nathan's so crazy. So hyper is on coke. No, no it's I don't. Just I don't wrong. think you. I don't think you. Um, even like strike me as someone that takes drugs. That's why, because I don't. No, but it's think... just what we said earlier. Those who say it are it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, because him and his girlfriend were on it, and I think they both wanted to have a threesome with me or something, and yeah. they wanted they wanted me on it. And at the end of the night, they started they, they started offering me some. So that was the only boat. That was the wait. What the fuck is he talking about? Who? Who offered him drug? Who wanted to have a threesome with him? He just brought up characters. <laughs> he started this story at the end of the story. And he's like, and I said, no, no to drugs and no to the threesome. Who the fuck are you talking about? I don't fucking know. Why, did it, why are drugs involved? Why, uh, what? Do they not know he's asexual and may die a virgin? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, and also he's like, oh, I met with people from Disney and Fizz, and they were all so happy to meet me. Yeah. Because they're trying to get your money, asshole. <laughs> like, what do you think they're there for? They're licensees. You're a licensor. They're, they're trying to make the sale here, Jack. Yeah. I get real happy when I see Marks, too. <laughs> yes, exactly. The only couple that mentioned that the, I strike them as a coke, that's because they wanted me to be that. Yeah. And, I'm, and, and no wonder why I'm not with them anymore. We're not friends. You can't trust those kind of people, that's actually. Right. That's a little story. Well, you never know people until you experience it. Yeah. Until you go with them and t- it takes time and you experience it and you're like, whoa, what yeah. a manipulative piece of shit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye now. I'm leaving. And so you don't know. You don't know. And the thing about me is that I'm such a risk taker. Now my risk is reducing now it's like okay you want to do a podcast okay what what for is it worth it what, what, what's the goal uh what you know who's gonna who's gonna hear you know i think about well i mean this is the third time he's done picture time o'clock <laughs> <laughs> a podcast whose thumbnail looks like it was made in print shop pro oh my so- god it does i was gonna say kids art or Pixar, whatever the fuck it no, was. No, no, it's way too good for Pixar. Are you fucking kidding me? If Pixar might have put a drop shadow on it behind the title, like, um, yeah, this, dude, 
don't try to play like you're busy. This is your third time on a Canadian podcast that talks about a picture. And you didn't even talk about the picture super well. About something 10,000 times before I even meet someone, mm. before I, I meet or, 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 or even cooperate with another human being, because mm. I don't want their energy to bump on me off, to bump off on me. I don't yeah. want it. Yeah. You know, you pass, I'm very telepathic. You pass by me. I can fucking know if you're a murderer. I know, I know it. I, I'm so I'm so telepathic, and so I think along those years, because I'm so telepathic, and because I get a vibe off of you. It would have taken Jeffrey Dahmer like two minutes to get Nathan back into his apartment, right? Like, oh, oh, less than that. Yeah, like all Jeffrey Dahmer would have had to say is like, "Your hairline looks not terrible." Boom. Like Nathan Masters, like on Jeffrey Dahmer's couch drinking whatever Jeffrey Dahmer hands. He's got us telepathic sense for murderers the fuck is he absolute, talking about oh yeah oh fuck yeah i bet jeffrey dahmer could totally like not even all jeffrey dahmer would have to do is be like yeah i've got some licensed disney characters in my car <laughs> come over here and smell this rag oh well enjoy these <laughs> <laughs> oh geez sniff the rag <laughs> Oh, no, I used to feed on it and react. And therefore, I would say stupid things or angry things. I used to say stupid things like he doesn't do that anymore. That's, <laughs> that's in the past. Stereos. Oh, I use the skill and I just understand it and I keep it and I use it when necessary because I'm telepathic. And it gives me a sign of precaution as well. Instead, I used to ignore it completely. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be yourself. You got to, you really have to be self aware. I think um, this podcast is going to be a whole self awareness uh, interview. Very self aware you are, Nathan. That's what he's known for. Yeah, since the. Well, you saw what happened to me. My Discord, I had a Discord. It was hacked. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, it was hacked. I emptied. I didn't have much. I didn't have many. I mean, it was only 300, under 300 members mm-hmm. and uh, on my Discord. And I just had to sit in this meeting, in this presentation of Fox Entertainment and in this room in L.A. And I had to go to 300 and delete them because they enabled the two-factor authentication. I can even cancel or delete it. Now, what, what was happening, though? They were, like, posting crazy stuff or something? Oh my God! They deleted all the channels we did, oh, and they shit. started putting, they started putting shit like Nathan sucks a dick, Nathan, fuck Nathan's dad, Nathan, Nathan, Nathan this, Nathan that, Nathan, and Jesus. it was just. Does he know he's talking into a microphone right now? Why are you telling people this? What came from the store? He's like, he's like. I'm in a meeting with Fox executives, and then a Discord emergency Could happened. You? Could you fucking imagine? Okay, serious. Right there. You're the president of Fox, right? A Zoom meeting. POV, you're the president of Fox at a Zoom meeting. And uh, this licensee who you're maybe going to use as a rube, uh, this is what you see in the middle of the meeting, right? Sarah <laughs> just, just stepped away from her microphone. <laughs> She's just gone to the back of her bedroom. <laughs> Started fucking... <laughs> and she bent over her phone furiously texting. Like, you know, also, Nathan, it's it's not like you were at that fo- that meeting at 20th Century Fox, like, close some kind of big deal. I can go to a timeshare, too. <laughs> and, like, the guy will, will give me a tour of the timeshare. 
<laughs> you'll tell me how great my life is going to be. <laughs> it's like owning a piece of Hawaii. <laughs> why own <laughs> Why own an apartment in Hawaii when you just own it for two weeks a year? Like, Nathan. Nathan. Well, serious. You don't refer... Well, if you went to that timeshare meeting, you would probably also not... Uh, be hunched over your phone the whole time, uh, aggressively deleting people from Discord for an hour. He said it took an hour. He was on there. Can you fucking imagine? Like, this crazy dude begs you to have a meeting about his dumb, stupid app, and then he spends the whole time in his phone dealing with Discord drama? Well, then this Fox meeting wasn't important, was it? So you're telling me that Discord was more important than the Fox meeting. Because that's, that's, that's the vibe you're putting out there when you leave the Fox meeting to start d- deleting 300 people with usernames like Hamcock420 or Buttball69. Hey, I'm sorry, Peter Chernin, CEO of Fox, which is now owned by Disney. But wait, whatever. Oh, my God. I'm what sorry. were you going to say? Sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. CEO. I had to deal with piss pants Bobby on my Discord. I had to deal with diarrhea Tom <laughs> deleting all my chats. I'm sorry, Peter Churnin. Diarrhea Tom said I suck my dad's dick. I gotta go. <laughs> diarrhea Tom is posting edited porn with me and my mom. I call beautiful all the time. I have to deal with this. <laughs> My name's Nathan Mazarin. I'm telepathic. <laughs> oh my fucking god, I'm crying. Holy shit. You are crying. <laughs> You're just crying at the thought of Nathan Mazarin blowing off not work to do other not work. <laughs> That's what I was saying at the beginning of this episode. Like, could you fucking imagine this, Steros? Could you imagine? You don't have to work. Like, you have just endless money. You have access to endless money. You can't fail. No, even if you fuck up and really fail and get addicted to heroin, you could just go sleep on your dad's couch or some shit. And this is how you're spending your time. <laughs> just furiously <laughs> deleting people. <laughs> <laughs> You know, also, I'm gonna I'm just gonna bring one more thing that I just realized. Why would you go to a licensing meeting at Fox? You'd go to a licensing meeting at Fox if you knew nothing about Fox properties. But guess what? Everybody knows what Fox's properties are. It's the Simpsons and Family Guy and and the New Girl and Doctor House and the Cleveland Show. You could just Google Fox properties. You know, they also send out fucking catalogs of all the properties that you can license. You didn't have to fly to Hollywood. You wanted to go to Hollywood and get like the Fox parking pass and drink coffee at the Fox fucking coffee shop. Like you wanted to feel special for a minute. Then you said something anti-Semitic in front of a bunch of people. You know, usually... People keep their racism and anti-Semitism like on the down low. On, let's say, some sort of anonymous channel board with maybe four channels. Like, or (laughs) some some sort of meeting of a group or clan where your identities were hidden behind masks. Like, usually people, but you know what? Then again, 
it's a it's a different world now. <laughs> I guess people are just a lot more open about their anti-Semitism. He just tells the truth, and the truth seems crazy, Stereos. A world full of lies. <laughs> Co-host with the Joker all of a sudden. <laughs> real eyes, real eyes, real lies. <laughs> I'm going to die. Me too. Te vas a morir. Right, we have to hit play. We have to hit play. Okay, yeah, we keep going. And as I was going through the members, deleting each one of them, it was my only way. It was my only way. I did, I swear I did it within the hour. Like I found out it was clean. Even fans were stunned by the cleanup. They're like, whoa, that was fast crisis management. Like, And so I'm, I'm proud of that. And once I was started deleting all the members, I found out who it was because this guy was deleted and canceled and, and he was kicked out. And I don't know how he came back in. Mm-hmm. And this is the same guy who started who started sending me messages about wanting money and wanting money for uh for um uh for a cartoon that i have engaged him to do oh my god we had this guy on the show yes yes we sure as fuck did a stereo that's who deleted that's who deleted the nathan masry discord you know what I thought the Nathan Masry Discord was deleted as just as like <laughs> some sort of modern art shit post, and I was like, "Oh, that's really funny. Good job." <laughs> no, this is the dude that Nathan stiffed on all that money. <laughs> the guy was like, "Hey, uh, if I'm gonna keep drawing, you have to pay me more." And Nathan was like, "You're fucking block." <laughs> and he got his revenge. Just stare out to the story in three parts. This is the fucking. Third book in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the fucking rising action. Then they were friends, and then the climax. He gets kicked out, and then the hero returns from the dead to just glass the place. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> I did not see. That. I did not see a hero rising to the occasion, riding in on a a white horse, and deleting an entire Discord. Also. Nathan's like, oh, it took me an hour to clear to clear my Discord of all the trolls. You know, one person posted feet in my old <laughs> Discord, and I just I deleted it in like three minutes. It took three minutes to delete the Discord. I was just about to bring that up. Like, you nuked that thing fast. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's really not that hard. It's not that hard when you don't give random people whose voices <laughs> you think sound nice admin control of your Discord. <laughs> You know that you're really being squirrely. You could tell, you know how in the beginning of this podcast, Jason was like, yeah, I'm very self-aware. You could tell somebody is really self-aware when they're telling a story and it sounds like Regina George explaining in Mean Girls why she stopped hanging out with um, Janice. Do you remember that? I don't. Why did you and Janice stop being friends? Well, uh, we used to be like best friends or something. And then I thought she was a lesbian. So I couldn't invite her to my birthday party, obviously, because there was many girls there in their bathing suits. So I said, Janice, I think you're a lesbian. So you can't come to my birthday party. And she cried and her mom got involved. And it was a whole big thing. And it's like, why are you so obsessed with me? (laughs) (laughs) We gotta see Mean Girls again. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you're... If if you're if you're a zoomer, I don't I don't have a zoomer reference. I'm sorry, kids. Wait, Mean Girls is not a zoomer thing. Oh no, that's millennials. It's millennials, bro. Mine. Oh, I forgot. See, to me, it's just everyone younger than me. They're all in one big pile that could go to hell. <laughs> a big pile of zoomers. I forgot you guys bifurcated. 
went along so well and he took instructions so well. And as soon as, you know, I paid him and started paying him and started paying, I paid him way more than what he he usually charges hmm. and um, you gave him 50 goddamn dollars <laughs> you live in a penthouse didn't answer him overnight or on one day i didn't answer him about the revisions he went crazy the guy went crazy Is he, uh, he's like a cartoonist or something like an yes. animator yes oh, yes and i said you know what sorry sorry it's not gonna work out anymore it's not gonna work out i'm sorry i don't have to answer you you know whenever you need I, when i answer i answer you i it's just people are crazy and, and then oh, he said fuck. fine and i don't even want the money I don't even want that last balance, which was what thirty dollars, I think, or twenty dollars was nothing. Yeah. I said, no, and I'll send it. I'll send it anyways. And all of a sudden, we we were blocked, or I'm blocked, or he blocks me, or I block him first. And it's just he wanted. He was going. Crazy. I think he blocked him first. And you know, crazy messages. You know, um, and you, I couldn't um, handle it. Did you confront him about this uh, Discord thing? No, 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 I did, no, it's, no, no, it's between me and him. I confronted him. Like, that's, no, that's what I mean. Were, yeah. Did you confront yeah, him? Yeah, it was on Instagram, not Discord. It was my no, Instagram. No, no, I mean, and like, he didn't want to he... give me his email. He didn't want to go on cam to show me his face. He didn't no. want to do any oh, like, uh, met him. professional Zoom. Like, I also, my gut told me he's fishy. You, you so why did you go? Why, why did you go with it, Nathan? Hey, boss, can I have the job as the HR guy? I can do hiring because I'm telepathic. I can tell who's a bad guy and who's a good guy just by like walking through them. Okay, yeah, sure. Hey, boss, I got bad news about that artist I just hired. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Nathan, I thought you were fucking telepathic. You should have seen this coming from a mile away. Also, I talked to this guy. He was very nice. He's an artist. You gotta be nice to art. You know, we ended up paying this guy more than Nathan ever paid this guy. Are you? Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah, because I asked him what Nathan paid him. <laughs> like, the guy was like, Nathan sent me like $50. And I was like, per. And then said he was like, no, for everything. I was like, I'm gonna send you $100. Just because I feel really bad for you. You got jerked around by a guy living in a fucking Toronto penthouse. He's so rich he doesn't even need drugs. You know, some of us need those things. Yeah, exactly. I need a tolerance break like a motherfucker. But let me tell you, Serious, life keeps hitting me, so I keep hitting that vape pen. You never met him in real life? No, 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 and that's my problem is that I've, 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 I, I meet people based on, you know, based on soul, and I'm also good hearted, and I want the, the problem is not good heart. The problem is that I want things so fast. Yeah, yeah, I want that's things so speedy that I would, you know, start partnering with left someone with left and right. I knew a girl who's Indian from, uh, from the ten thousand, you know, yes. thousands of kilometers away, Again, and I partnered with her, and now it's a whole uh, legal issue now. Why? You know, and so do? it's just, it, oh, she's, oh, she was the worst. I don't want to go through it because it, it were, it's in the middle of a legal battle. It they was just the worst. And I blame myself for it. How can you party with someone you've never met? Like, for fuck's sake. Mm. Well, you've done this twice. Oh. Yeah, how could you partner with someone that you've never met for fuck's sake two times? <laughs> what the fuck? This is stupid even for you. And you're How a does, stupid motherfucker. He's so fucking dumb because he's also, he's saying like, oh, my telepathic powers don't work over the internet. I got to stop using them over the internet. But then like, didn't he blame Pascal Hyder for the Garfield Eats fiasco? Like, bro, you're batting really poorly here with the telepathy. <laughs> you think you can't find one person who can draw cartoons in fucking Toronto? Toronto hosts like, 
I think like the biggest indie comics expo in the world. It's called TCAF, like the Toronto Comics Arts Festival. Like, Nathan, it's a college town. There are kids that can draw Garfield. I promise you there's someone who can draw Garfield with a little suit on. Get Dreg to be in the Garfield costume next time. That'll keep me browsed. Get Dreg to be, yes, get Dreg to be in the Garfield. You know what? He pr- Also, you have a nice penthouse. He lives in a nice crack house. <laughs> Why should you give Dreg a place to stay in exchange for some great art? Oh my god, I would totally subscribe to like a 24-7 live stream of Dreg just being alive, just living his life. Current, like, current, change absolutely nothing. Just take him, pick him up, and put him in Nathan Master's apartment with Nathan. I would watch the absolute fuck out of that. Yeah, it would be like Big Brother, only there's two people, and they're both insane. Oh my god, I would love that. Big brother insane. Like they, I imagine they would just talk at one another. Like Dan Thomas would be like, oh, Dreg, we are going to license pink capitalism and it's going to be fantastic. And Dreg will be like, based in anarcho-feminism, built. <laughs> <laughs> based in Lugorian. Lug- Luxembourgian. I don't I fucking know. No, you do. Clearly, you <laughs> no, know these Trek references. And I blame myself for it. How can you party with someone you've never met? Like, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. They might be living in a homeless shelter for you, you know, for all you know. We don't know that. And, you know, a homeless shelter, meaning what I mean by that, a homeless shelter, meaning they have no business acumen. That is true. That is how you end up in a homeless shelter is being really bad at business. They don't teach you this. They don't teach you this in uh, in school, but in Mexico, the Great Depression is actually referred to as malos negocios because everybody got real bad at business for like five years and then they got better. World War II rolled around and everybody got better at business again. You're really showing off your Spanish as a second language. Are you Duolingoing or something? Oh, I'm so, so in love with Duolingo. I have 106 days. I'm having so much fun. I love Spanish. If anybody speaks Spanish, can you shoot me a DM on Instagram so I can just practice talking? I sometimes try to order in restaurants when I'm with my friend from the Dominican Republic, but she's clearly very embarrassed by me. I've just never heard you. I've just never heard you whip out so much Spanish before. Okay. I've never used Duolingo, but I know when you don't use it, the owl gets pissed off at you. Is this owl just like constantly like blowing smoke up your ass? Is this owl like, oh my God, Sarange is my favorite person. Oh my God, you have one of the biggest streaks in the world. Sarange, oh, thank God you're back. Let's, yes. learn what, let's learn what egg is in Spanish. It's a huevo. Un huevo. Yeah, very good. Uh, no, yeah, the, Duolingo is the only la- app that I let emotionally manipulate me into using it every day because those little, those pay to win games, that's how they get you, right? Is they make you build a habit, like log in every day and it gives you a little reward. Yeah. So it's like a Skinner box. It's like you're a human in a Skinner box, and eventually that translates to you spending your money to get the cocaine instead of push a lever. Uh, Duolingo is the only app I let do that. So I have the notifications on, and like several times a day, it's like, hey, hey, you want to do Spanish? Because if you don't do Spanish right now, uh, you're going to move down in the rankings. (laughs) Hey, you didn't do Spanish today. You need to get on and do Spanish right fucking now. If you do Spanish right now, I'll give you a 10 XP bonus. Do Spanish right now. Wait a minute. I was ki- There are rankings? Oh, yeah. I'm fucking kicking Duolingo's ass. You're on the I'm learning Spanish leaderboards? <laughs> are you part of like a Spanish-speaking guild? This is the coolest thing. I didn't know this. Oh, yeah. No, Duolingo is has gotten a lot better recently. They updated. It, I think that's the only app that I update. And it's like, oh, it's different. Awesome. 
because it used to be kind of fucky wucky like the lessons but now it's good now there are leagues like you have to finish you how you earn points in your league is you practice spanish so uh at certain times, like, it'll be like, it's 7 o'clock, it's happy hour, come get double Spanish EXP for the next hour. So you rank up based on how much you practice, and the people that practice, like, the most out of your group for the week move on to the next tier. <gasps> and so the goal they is to get... up. Right, it's to get to the top, but you can also rank down. If you don't do Spanish, you yes. get demoted to the lower tier. So that gets fucky wucky. So sometimes I just sit there like Duolingo gets real up my a bug up its ass because I'll be like, oh, I practice Spanish like at 12.03 on Monday. So I'm on the top of the leaderboard list for the week because nobody else has done it. But then it'll send me like six fucking notifications like, hey, 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 you lost your ranking. Hey, hey, you're at two now. Oh, my fucking God, you're three. You're three. You want to do some Spanish? You need to fix this right now. Oh, my God, you're four. Four. You're four now. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is emotionally manipulative. But at the end of the day, you're not collecting materia or shards or whatever. You're learning a fucking skill. Yeah, I'm learning Spanish. You've been really running well. down Nathan Masri in two languages today. I'm proud of you. Oh, yeah, no, I apparently I'm doing uh, pretty well. Like, I was talking to my friend at the boat. She, she was throwing up because she had too much to drink. And I was holding her hair back. And I was like, eres una mala copa? And she's like, well, she looks, she's like, where the fuck did you learn that from? It means, are, are you a lightweight? Oh, right. Because you explained to me that, like, the literal translation is, like, you're a bad cup. Yes. Uh-huh. Meaning and you're it, a lightweight, you're a light drinker. And she looks at she's like, where the fuck? fuck did you learn that from? I was like, I watch these, I watch these slang videos on YouTube sometimes <laughs> that I mimic Damn, them. That owl knows every, I fucking love this goddamn owl. <laughs> Unless that, they're being, you know, you can't do much about the mentally ill. Yeah. Uh, then that wouldn't be homeless shelter. That would be the mental uh, health care institutions. Number one. Number two Checkmate, is liberal. homeless should be a, tr should be tr a transition Homeless mm, is not a place exactly. where you can just stay issue. there and live there forever. Yeah. It should be a transition where they are fixed up yeah. emotionally, placed in jobs. Take them to freaking Zara or H&M, yeah. you know, style them up, take them to a barbershop. It's a transition. It's a fix upper. Yeah. I'm going to do a whole shelter called Fix Supper. And really, that's what it should be. That's that what, it should, what be. should be. But, you know, the, the governments don't give a fuck. You yeah. know, they don't give a – you know, we're in a place where – we can't, the new generation now that's coming out cannot be fooled. Can you fucking imagine, can you fucking imagine, Asterios, that you style yourself as a motivational speaker who's going to level up everyone in your life, and then you get on a podcast, and the host is like, wow, you're a motivational speaker? Can you give us a little taste of uh, how you'd help someone motivate? Like, literally stop being poor. What are you doing? <laughs> Stopping homeless right now. It's like he saw that meme of Paris Hilton with her hands in the air and the t-shirt that says stop being poor. And he was like, yes, brilliant. Is this the guy that complained when a homeless shelter opened up down the street? Because he was like, I see them fucking and I see them shooting each other in the belly. And it's like, I don't think he saw either of those things, but okay. And also, let's not forget all the times he tried to poison the homeless with his fucking undercooked lasagna. It's like, they're human beings, like not garbage disposals. Right, they have dignity. <laughs> but also they have like a, a gastrointestinal tract. They'll get infected by like your undercooked lasagna. 
okay, so like he starts talking about the homeless and then he immediately starts saying, oh, actually, they need help and it's not their fault that they're homeless, some of them. Is he afraid that the homeless are going to cancel him? You're not going to get canceled by the homeless. They're not listening to Picture Time O'Clock. They have better things to do than listen to you, Nathan Masry. Because here's the thing. They actually do have some business acumen. They're living in a place for free. (laughs) You're living in a place on your dad's dime. Advantage the homeless. Hey, okay, you can't do much about the mentally ill. But if mental illness was causing homelessness, they wouldn't be called homeless shelters. They'd be called mentally ill shelters. <laughs> Curious. Turning point Nathan Masry. Serena <laughs> just did the thing where she folded her arms and, <laughs> and gave the it's what is it's not the gym look, it's the it's the Ben Shapiro look. At the yeah, camera. the Ben Shapiro look. <laughs> That's what it should be. That's that what it should, what be. should be. You know, the governments don't give a fuck. You yeah. know, they don't give a, you know, we're in a place where we can't, the new generation now that's coming out cannot be fooled anymore. You can't fool them anymore. And so whatever you start, you know, all this propaganda, conspiracy, some of them are very, very true. And you're going to see protests and protests and you're seeing it already in Brazil, in Iran, in the millions of millions. There is going to be a whole transition happening worldwide in 2023 and you're going to see this whole shift you're going to see something that you know that that has never has that has never happened before the system is about to break gee i wonder who we're all going to kill first (laughs) yeah i think on the list of people we're gonna that are going straight to the gulag it's gonna be billionaires and then uh elon musk and then right under that is licensees and license distribution We can't feed our family with licensees and licensors, but we can feed licensees and licensors to our families. Well, that's what Nathan's arguing is with Iggy's, you will be able to feed your family with licensees and licensors because you can get uh, Sailor Moon printed hot dogs delivered straight to you at Bed Bath & Beyond. I think I would eat a Sailor Moon hot dog. (laughs) I know I would eat a Sailor Venus hot dog. She's the coolest of the sailors. Well, yeah, that that too, you know, the Ukraine and Russia and all that, which is, you know, quite... Uh, conspicuous we see that but there's something yes it is conspicuous that's what i would call that's what i would call that war conspicuous <laughs> yeah well what and, i was gonna say is those um do you have any big like uh licensed like characters or brands like lined up locked in already so first of all we don't license Iggy's doesn't license you know that what we do we're like uber eats we onboard licensees the same way uber eats on boards restaurants on their app Oh, I see. I we see. on board. Oh, so they sign we have up. nothing. To, they sign There's up. The we have nothing man. to do with their licensing. We have nothing to do with their inventory. They deliver. And then, um, and, and then so then what? Like people that but make their the line, own, people that make their own like keychains or T-shirts or something can then hook up with like Mickey Mouse because they signed up, and then and then what distribute merchandise that way or like. What, exactly. What, so okay, we, okay. we're their we're their selling and promotional marketplace platform, whereas the trusted platform, license the world's first licensing marketplace. So yeah. a company must already have a license for sure. A company yeah. must already have a license, and they do amazing socks that are so techy yeah, and comfortable. Yeah. And they come to us, and we say, yes, of course we can sell it for you. What's your geographical license area? Cincinnati? Yeah. Okay, then though your products are only going to show in Cincinnati. Sorry, honey. Yeah. And then, and then <laughs> it's like, we, 
Sorry, so then it's like, okay, yeah, this company already makes these, like, beautiful, like, merino wool socks or something like that. But then if they get on Eggies, then they can suddenly now make, like, a Shrek or a Mickey Mouse or something. No, version no, of, wrong. Oh, no, okay. Okay. wrong. Okay. They already have a license from for Shrek. They would already have okay. a license for Shrek. And they're already selling their products left and right. And now they just need Eggies to reach more people, sell it online, because mm. we're an aggregator. Mm. Everyone's going to download our app because it's the one place for all cartoons and anime worldwide, for all products and food. So, mm. if, if, <laughs> yes, Nickelodeon sells online for their own cartoons yes disney sells online for their own cartoons yes here a lot of licensors sells online for who doesn't have a website yes sure but what if you had one thing with everyone on it yeah yeah okay yeah everybody has a website it's serious everybody's website yeah okay you could go on you could go to waltdisney.com and you could buy an olaf plush and you're gonna know that that olaf plush is merchandise that's directly from the disney corporation and yeah they will ship it directly to your house but imagine this the same thing but there's a new app on your phone, and now Nathan gets money. <laughs> it seems like the thing that he's trying to sell through his innovation is that you can buy from, like, multiple studios across multiple IPs. So it's like, you know, you can get a SpongeBob pair of socks from Viacom, and you can get a Mickey pair. By the way, he keeps fucking mentioning Mickey. Is just, Does he think kids want Mickey Mouse bullshit? Is, like, Mickey the only Disney character this motherfucker knows? But anyway, so... So he's trying to like sell through this as an innovation, but I could go to walmart.com. <laughs> like he mentioned Walmart. He shouldn't have mentioned Walmart at all. He was like, you don't want to go to Walmart. You got to go all the way down there and they might not have enough Mickey variants. Yeah, but at walmart.com, I can buy like a SpongeBob hat and Mickey socks. I don't need you. Asterios, you you're not listening. You're not listening. How the fuck is anything you just said fucking relevant at all? Literally none of that will make Nathan any money or make him famous or have him have another photo shoot or have a launch party. You are not fucking listening. You are not fucking listening. Nothing you said is relevant or makes any goddamn sense. His dad should just hire someone to like (laughs) the Truman show him but for business. Like build this app. And then, like, have a bot that's programmed to, like, send emails or, like, another sale. Great job, Nathan. <laughs> like, and PayPal's of $7. <laughs> and, like, that's how Nathan gets his allowance. And now he thinks he's a successful businessman. Oh, my God. Like, his dad funnels it through, like, a yeah. shell corporation. <laughs> that doesn't find out. And eventually he's like, Dad, you've been eekies the whole time. <laughs> I don't think it would be hard to do this. So right now he's made zero money. His dad could could give someone a hundred thousand dollars a year to send Nathan thirty dollars, and now Nathan feels like he's successful. The Nathan Wrangler, a hundred thousand dollars a year for the Nathan Wrangler to uh, make a bot that sends him an email telling him he's doing a great job, and they're a fan of him once every thirty six minutes. It's either that, or he keeps offending all of Beverly Hills. It's it's up to you, Mr. Sub. He's not going to be allowed back. <laughs> remember, Mr. Sub, if you hear this, remember, if he keeps doing shit like this, he's not going to be allowed back. He's not going to be allowed back like that. He's not going to be allowed back anywhere. Then he's going to want to go back to Dubai. Then he's going to want another girl for this. <laughs> Think about it, Mr. Sub. Going to be doing some real damage control here. What's the best type of uh, crisis management? Prevention? Better than cure? 
it is one app and you're good to go. That's it. It's like Uber Eats of restaurant. That's why I stress on Uber Eats of restaurant. Many investors, when I speak about it, they don't get it. But can I buy these? (laughs) Color me shocked. Sorry, come again? Can I buy products right on the app? Yes, of course. You can buy. Okay, okay. That's what I was Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we you can buy, we deliver, we you, you they deliver they they deliver to you, or you can pick it up if they have a toy store, let's say. But you know where to go for licensed stuff. It's Iggy's baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez, you know. <laughs> and so that's that's what's exciting me. And some licensing people, you know, not like well, yeah, it's licensing people, but you know, no, no one big, very small people. They're already against me, and I love it. They can bring it on, and I, you know, because that's the thing when Spotify. I came out not just the not just artists were against him but the studios everyone was yeah. against him everyone and yeah. Yeah. Spotify so you know when something is disruptive and it's about to break something that you have been accustomed to for so long for decades well that's going to cause some pain for some and because of fear they're fearful they might lose their job they might be you know they might be eradicated completely and so yeah that may be it but then you're going to start applying to Iggy's and maybe we'll hire you <laughs> it's life that's it's awesome. la vie, honey and it takes someone who understands the 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 the, the process mm-hmm. of licensing and that's why god sent me through garfield eats and scooby-doo i believe the universe that's why my experience has prepared me for this god is a fucking monster <laughs> God sent Garfield to him. Mysterious coconuts. God. God, and I would like to thank God and also Jesus for this Garfield Eats Pizza restaurant. I now understand why college kids are so angry at God. (laughs) Because of what God did to pizza and to a lesser extent hamburgers. Did you hear him say? He's like, look at Spotify. Look at Spotify. Everybody was against him. And now he's doing great. Yeah, Jeff Spotify. That guy's rolling in it. Nobody was against Spotify. <laughs> Nobody was against Spotify. All Spotify did was rip off. What was that? What was that other thing? That that internet radio thing that we Pandora. all used? Yeah, all Spotify was rip off Pandora. I see yeah. color, but I don't see religion. And I feel Iggy should portray such, uh, such, uh, uh, such real genuine in- inclusivity. We talk about inclusivity left and right as a marketing tool. TD Bank starts putting a red rainbow flag on their on their branch. <laughs> the other, you know, another brand starts, but it's it's becoming such a marketing tool, and someone's benefiting from it for sure. Yeah, no. And then he just he rambles more about. Uh, gay stuff and rainbow capitalism he doesn't use the word rainbow capitalism of course because he doesn't know that word because he uh is doing the exact same thing he's accusing all of these companies of doing right now <laughs> yeah you can call it pink capitalism rainbow but we actually already have a word for this nathan kind of like we already have eggies and it's called amazon.com Let's talk about real inclusivity to the to the uh, to the fact that when I say Jewish or non-binary or gay or Christian, it's okay because that's an adjective and it's true Mm -hmm. and it's okay. That's what you that's what you really are. And it's okay. And we don't have to turn it to hate and animosity. Let's be inclusive of racists. It's not fair. Why are people being so mean to racists? Isn't there a seat at the table for hate? Everybody is getting rainbow washed and nobody is talking about the real minority that's not included in anything. And that's fucking licensees. Licensees, the most oppressed minority. Why is nobody talking about this? Why is nobody talking about this? 
uh, we have we're going to be uh, having a um, our uh, corporate social responsibility CSR, and it's going to lead such initiatives. Um, uh, and 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 I and I and I think it'll be it'll be it'll be groundbreaking because when we do it, we're going to do it boldly without anyone's permission. Before you start talking about your corporate social responsibility, you should probably have a corporation. You should probably have a product that's selling a thing. And then you can worry about the 5K fun run to stamp out breast cancer, okay? Then we can start putting on pink ribbons and rainbow socks and having a good time and starting up a Slack channel called Hashtag Pride. Why don't you sell some fucking SpongeBob socks first, you goddamn maniac? Well, that's that's the you know how you make a business plan. When you want to start a business and you take it to the bank. The first thing they want to see is just the idea. Like, are you opening <laughs> a store or a restaurant? And then under that, they want to know uh, who you're going to harass on Twitter. I would like to know that. You know what? If I was going to cut someone a business loan, I would like to know who they were going to quote harass on Twitter. Mm. We're going to do it boldly and say it as it is. And for a company to do that, finally, to stand up and do that, um, uh, representing many millions and millions of voices, if not billions of voices and saying it how it is, I think it's about time. I'm, I'm sick of this politically correct uh, you know, campaigns. I'm sick of it, you yeah. know, and, and, and the gays should be, you know, the, the LGBTQ plus community, uh, oh, I don't know if I'm missing a letter here, but there's always, you know, there's always something new, but, um, forgive me, but if, 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 if they should be, they should be angry. They should be angry. They don't care about you. Gays, not like Nathan Masry, who can't even be fucked to learn the whole acronym. Also, didn't he just claim to be part of it? Remember that video I made where it was like, it was like, can we have LGBTQC? Oh, but the, the, the fucking, the moment it becomes inconvenient, all of a sudden you forget the fucking alphabet. The moment you're in trouble for gay bashing Superman's kid, you're wrapping yourself in the rainbow flag. And the moment someone calls you out for anti-Semitism, suddenly everybody's too politically correct. God damn, I hate this fucking guy. This guy sucks so much. He triggers the fuck out of me. He really does. I know. He triggers the fuck out of me. He <laughs> delights you. He oh, makes yeah, he me does. mad online, which is not a good look. I really could see, given I'm telepathic, I can really see it. That's why I created Cartoon Nathfield. That's why Nathfield is here, What's which that? would be a mix of Family Guy and South Park. You should go to The Nathfield. My okay. Insta the Instagram, The Nathfield is the username. And it's a version of me, an inspiration of Garfield and the cat. And we created Nathfield uh, wearing the orange suit. It's a whole animated series that I'm working on that's going to come up very soon. I'm waiting for funding. Everything <laughs> needs funding. I'm on the, uh... You're just waiting for funding, is serious? I'm also an astronaut. Most people don't know this. I'm an astronaut. I'm just waiting on funding. I can't go to space until I get funding, but I am an astronaut. South Park meets Family Guy. We? Who's we, Kibasabe? You mean you and the guy that blew up your Discord because you didn't send him $30? And, and a woman in India who you're suing now? Who is this we you're talking about? No, it's the Wii is obviously Viacom Fox because he sent them a message about Nathfield and they were like, uh, yeah, yeah, oh, send us a message when you have an episode, sure, whatever. 
So now they have, that means that they have, or in Nathan language, that means they have ordered 100 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I forgot that Nathfield had an orange suit which gave him telepathic powers. This motherfucker has mentioned telepathy like, our listeners, hopefully I've cut it, I've cut most of the mentions out, but this guy's (laughs) mentioned that he's telepathic like 14 goddamn times. Yo, he really thinks he's telepathic, doesn't he? He absolutely does. He absolutely not only thinks he's telepathic, he thinks he's literally the smartest person on the face of the planet. I mean, I expect it's like thinking you're super smart. Like, yeah, okay, that's uh, narcissism, and that's fine. There's a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of narcissistic people out there. But like, uh, no, he thinks he can read people's fucking minds. I thought that was just some weird bullshit he was trying to write to like fill out the copy line of those NFTs he was selling. <laughs> But no, this motherfucker thinks he can read people's goddamn mind. He's a real, he's a real crazy guy. Oh, Asterios, not only does he think he's telepathic, he's convinced he can like read people's minds. And still in his life today, in real life, in the real world that we all live in, he is just surrounded by trolls. (laughs) (laughs) Because, because he just, he put, that's what, because that's what crazy rich people do is like, they'd want to surround themselves with yes men. Like, it's like everybody at the bar is telling Nathan he's drunk, and he's like, winners don't sit down. When everybody at the bar tells you you're drunk, you get on the table and start dancing. It's like everybody's telling him you're drunk, and it's great. Keep drinking, and keep buying drinks for us. We're your friends. We, we love you for you. Mr. Sub, never heard of him. Mr. Masry, hello, Mr. Nathfield. Maybe he is telepathic but like on opposite day (laughs) he thinks like maybe he's like telepathic but it's like tuned to the wrong channel (laughs) he thinks people are trying to help him because there's been so many times in our podcast we were like nathan please don't do this nathan what if you did this (laughs) he fucking listens to guys like the the host of picture time o'clock and he won't come in a podcast like this it just wants what's best for him like uh, like that episode of SpongeBob where Patrick is like, e- wait, are we east yet, Patrick? East? I thought you meant weast, Patrick. That's west. <laughs> he had it set. <laughs> he had it set to troll attraction instead of troll repellent. Well, there's an Instagram, the Nathfield or oh, Nathfield, N A T H N A T H Field, F I E L D, and you'll see we created a big bill troll who's trying to ruin Nathfield on Reddit. Uh, there's Angel Gabby; she's non, uh, they're non-binary, sorry. And so Angel Gabby comes down. She helps. She's very feisty, and she helps Nathfield tell the, tell tell him what's going on. So there's a lot of there's a few characters that have been introduced, and it's gonna be it's gonna talk like I talk. It's gonna mm. be so bold. I'm going to check that out. And so we contacted Nick Cave, who uh, the musician Nick Cave's manager, and they're waiting for us to see something from Nathfield so they can, uh, so we can attach his music. Oh, sweet. He's awesome. I love Nick Cave. I love Nick Cave. And Nathfield is so Nick Cave in a way. <laughs> yeah. Hmm, cool. That sounds like super up yeah. my alley. It is super on everyone's alley because it's time. It's time we speak up. It's time we talk. It's time. It's it's, it's just time. It's enough of bullshit. And TikTok is one of them. You know, it's one of the great tools where everything is out there in this world. Nothing could be hidden. All right. I got to hit stop. Uh, (laughs) The moment a boomer starts talking about TikTok, uh, even I can't. It's like nails on a chalkboard. 
for me. It sounds too much like me when I try to talk about TikTok. I hear this motherfucker talk about TikTok. Uh, well, that was your birthday in November episode. Rancho, did you did you have a happy birthday in November? Oh my god, I had a great fucking birthday in November. This was the best birthday in November, the biggest birthday in November. Vox Viacom is going to order 100 episodes of birthday in November. This coming season, we are going to have a launch party. 25 cities. <laughs> all around the world at the exact same time. Well, yeah, why well, limit it to 10? Seeing as you're not even going to have one, why not say in every major city on Earth? In every state capital, <laughs> be it French Guiana, Papua New Guinea, Delhi, New Delhi. Oh my any- god, the Mogadishu lodge party is gonna be bitching. I hear it's gonna be lit. Nathan, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, the the latest victim of the woke left's war on free speech, cancel culture claims another. One of our heroes. They came for Nathan Masri. Hopefully, Elon Musk's Twitter will provide him the safe space he needs to just really get his thoughts about the Jews out there. Yeah, wait. Elon Musk, you need to save this. You need yes. to save Iggy's. <laughs> you need to save Iggy's. Hey, Elon Musk, you know how you spent a bunch of money <laughs> on a piece of shit, unprofitable business? I know of another piece of shit, unprofitable business you could buy, Iggy's. You want to do it again? <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, we hope you've enjoyed this extra long episode <laughs> of The Loudest Podcast. Uh, that's about it. You want to leave us a voicemail? You can always call 848-863-5343 or just uh, attach a little voice note to an email. Record it on your iPhone. Email it to the loudest podcast at gmail.com. You're looking for even more stuff from us. You go to patreon.com slash Asterios uh, for just $2. You get access to every single bonus episode we've ever made and everyone we ever will beamed right onto your phone through fucking RSS feed magic. Like, uh, it's a good time there at patreon.com slash Jairus Rancho. Anything else? Just to stay browsed. Kids, stay browsed. Please do stay browsed. We'll talk to you next week.